Welcome to the Rebel Lifestyle Design Podcast, a podcast designed to help you break free from societal expectations and design your ideal dream life. This is about helping you live your best life by doing what makes you happy. Welcome. Hey there, beautiful rebels. Welcome. Welcome to this brand new season of the Rebel and Live Your Dream Life podcast. And to this, the very first episode of the year of 2020 and of this season, of course. Now, if you've been following along on Instagram and FYI, if you haven't, feel free to follow at Kendra GPA where I post all these updates. But if you've been following along, you know that this entire season is all about making sure you're being your number one priority. Now, why is that relevant? Why is this the topic for the season? Because well, if you are your number one priority, you're going to want the best for yourself, which is everything is at the core of everything we teach. How to follow your, your dreams will become your priority, right? Because you are your number one priority. Your happiness is your number one priority. Your dreams automatically become your number one priority. Your health, your just happiness, your love, your all of the things that make you happy become your priority. And that's the whole point of this entire season. And that's what we'll go over one step at a time. And I'm very excited for this first episode because we're gonna start with like the very first step to making sure we are being our number one priority. And that is with self-love. This episode is titled Creating Your Best Love Story, The One With Yourself. Now, before I go there and we get started with this very important topic, which does seem very appropriate given that today is February 13th, of course. Before I get started, though, I just want to say uh, thank you everyone that has been following this journey, this podcast. This is the fourth season and it's like the 70-ish episode. So it's been a long ride and I'm just super excited for all of you guys for being here. Like I said earlier, feel free to follow our Kendra GPA where we record these episodes live directly on Instagram so you can catch everything that happens and even comment and we love having conversation while we're recording this. So now let's get started though. Let's get started with Creating your love story. And I asked a lot of you, and again, that's on Instagram, what was your number one struggle when it comes to self-love? What is the one thing you find yourself having the hardest time dealing with in terms of self-love? And you came back to me with very, very broad answers. You said that it was a lot of a lack of confidence. That's the thing you're struggling with the most, a lack of confidence. You also said, uh, something along the lines of comparing yourself to others like you can't really stop comparing yourselves to others and that all reflects on that putting yourself down both the lack of confidence and comparing yourself to others so that's one of the things we're going to start to go over during this season now self-love though this whole self-love and all these struggles start with what we're going to go over today and the same goes with you know just bullying ourselves the way we talk to ourselves self-care which is not making self-care a priority which is also a part of this whole self-love process and making yourself your number one priority of course but why self-love what is it about self-love that is so relevant and that makes it makes it the core of you being your number one priority what is it because it sounds romantic almost of course this is v-day week but it sounds like 
almost story like a like a fairy tale story kind of illusion this whole self-love business right like it sounds unreal it sounds romantic but in a fiction kind of way more than a, i need this in my life in order to thrive kind of way i feel like we we're not making that connection yet a lot of us are not making that connection that self-love is actually the first step towards living our best lives towards thriving towards learning when to ask for help towards actually accomplishing our dreams and actually finding true happiness or you know creating true happiness or living in happiness because if you know me at all you know that i don't believe happiness is something you chase rather something you just decide you are but let's not go over that right now now the thing is this when you love yourself and again i know that sounds romantic but just bear with me for a few minutes when you love yourself if you think about someone you love let's not even start there if you think about someone you love you want what's best for them right you want only good things to happen to them you want them to be healthy you want them to be happy you want them to be in loving respectful relationships you want them to be surrounded by people that lift them up you want them to see the good in themselves right because you see it because you love them you see all the good things you also see some of the things that are not so great and you want them to improve on those as well like you you sometimes are seeing them very realistically and you also want them to make the best life choices that's what you do with people you truly love now if we turn it around self-love is the exact same thing except for your self the number one person the person that should be your number one priority which is your self you should want the best things for yourself you should want to be surrounded with only people that lift you up people that push you and help you and just show you your strengths people that are also there to help you in those areas of your life that you need help with you also want you should want the best of health for yourself you should want to make the best life choices you should want to be happy you should want to be loved and love someone back and being a committed like full of respect and love relationship and that's where this self-love comes in it's not just this idea of walking around with you know hearts coming out of your hair it's not about that it's really about just understanding that if we love ourselves we will only do the things that are right for us and that's my goal for you that you make yourself your number one priority so you can start making your dreams your priority your health your self-care your the right people in your life the right love stories the the right everything and that all starts with loving yourself now the thing is there is no greater freedom than just being yourself and that comes in the terms of self-love because self-love is also accepting who you are right it's really just being you loving yourself so much that you go out there and be that person and that's freedom right and unfortunately it's not, not something we're taught 
while growing up there's no class in high school about just how to be your best self and accept yourself because it sounds again there's still this taboo this stigma around self-love that is all about just being romantic and you know getting manicures and and uh, facials which i'm not saying it's not it does it can't include that but it's far more than that and we are not taught anything about it we are not taught to look within to see what's good, to see what's bad, to embrace all of it. We are not taught that. And it has to be a part of our lives because as I was mentioning earlier, if you want to be happy, if you want to create that happiness, if you want to choose that happiness, you have to have that happiness every time you're looking in the mirror. This is the thing though. You are your only you. Yeah, that's painfully obvious. But what I mean is, you are going to be with yourself for the rest of your life. So that can be the most crazy and fun adventure of all times alongside your best friend when you're looking yourself in the mirror or that can be an awful nightmare alongside your number one enemy. And it's really up to you what you decide to want to your life to be. That fun adventure with your best friend, that best friend staring at you in the mirror every morning and every day, or just a nightmare where your number one enemy is with you at all times, 24-7 with every single breath. Now how do you even start though? Like that's all fun and games, Kendra, that's so cool. Like I get it, I need to love myself. That way I'm gonna follow my dreams and then I'll be happy and then I'll just, you know, all those things. But how do you even start, right? And that is so funny because how do you start loving just about anybody? Well, you start by learning who they truly are and making peace with them, right? And just really accepting them and loving them. Now, when we're talking about self-love though, you start by finally making peace with who you are. What do I mean by that? You finally stop with the uh, wanting to be different, whether that's a physical thing, like your waist to hip ratio is not, right and you finally make peace with that it, it's finally making peace with the fact that you're just not good at math you can just start like stop the bullying and just embrace it it starts with making peace with all of who you are both inside and out like just surrendering like stopping the fight stopping the struggle just really accepting it, accepting yourself. And, and that moves on into to liking yourself, you know, by when you finally accept it, you realize what your strengths are and you can show up and take advantage of those. You also realize where you need some help with what your less than perfect areas are. And then you also learn to ask for help with those areas versus just putting yourself down for not being the best at everything because no one is. None of us is just perfect in every single area. But when we finally embrace that 
and accept that and make peace with the fact that I'm good at this and I'm not so great at that, then I can ask for help over here and thrive over here. And I stop, I stop that whole bullying of myself, that whole talking down to myself but not being great here when it's just not my strength, right? And that all with times turns into love because you learn to love yourself. You finally accept and love and like yourself, right? And but and you would say, Kendra, that's cool too. Like, like I get it, like my brain gets it. But the, the truth is, even if you logically understand what, what this whole thing about just make peace with yourself and learn to love and accept yourself, your heart has to feel it though because that's where real change happens. It doesn't happen up in our head. Like something clicks in our head, but it's in our heart where we truly feel it. And I want to share a story about how do you take these first baby steps of making peace with yourself so that can turn into accepting yourself, embracing all the good, all the not so awesome, and then eventually evolve into this amazing love story, which is the one you're creating with yourself, which is the one that is going to last forever, and which is the one we should nurture every single day of our lives. Remember, we are our only, like you're your only you, we're our only self. That said, this is what we get. And we are awesome. And we don't need to change for us to love ourselves. So let me just share a quick story about this whole making peace. So if you've if you've been around this podcast for long, I've shared parts of this story before, so it's just so totally in sync with this. And that is, um, you know, you may not know this, you may not know this from looking at me right now, especially if you're looking at this live, at this video of me and my, my Afro crazy hair. I didn't always love my hair. Actually, not only did I not love my hair, I actually hated it. I wanted it to be straight for so long and so hard and so badly. My mom tells this story from when I was in kindergarten and I would just come home crying like, mom, could you just please do my hair like my best friend at the time? I think her name was Mara. Mara, if you're listening, let me know, please. Uh, and she, and my mom would be like, I have no idea how this little girl does her hair. Let me just sort of try to contact the mom, the mom. And then once she found out who this girl was and what she looked like, well, turns out Mara had the most beautiful straight blonde hair and her mom would just do two ponytails like on her sides and she will look so beautiful, right? And then my mom looks at me and she's like, honey, we're not gonna make that work. Like that's just not going to happen, right? My mom, my mom doesn't have curly hair. No one in my, my like close family has curly hair. So we didn't really know what we were doing with my mom. I had no idea what she was doing with my hair. I had no idea what to do with my hair. All I knew I wanted her, I wanted her hair back in kindergarten. And that didn't really go away. It was the exact same struggle all my, all my like years of growing up, all through elementary, junior, and high school. And you know, I would do my best, like my mom would do the best to style it when I was little, but then as I was growing up, I would do my best to style it, right? But like I said, we had no idea what was happening and I just hated it. I just really, 
wish and I'm crying myself sometimes like why can't I just have hair like everybody else why do I have to be so different why can't it just be like everyone else's you know that struggle was so real and the funny thing was though that even when I was trying to style it it would always be along the lines of let's just not let it go too wild let's just not let it get too crazy either my mom would be like oh let's just tone it down look I found this like mousse or something so it just sort of defines the curls but doesn't let them get too wild there was something against just letting the hair be too wild it was funny and that made me feel of course like maybe I was too wild like I was already dealing with the fact that I was never going to fit in because my hair was just never going to be like anybody else's on top of that I couldn't just it, it it wanted to be wild and I could never allow it like the rule was just don't let it get too crazy until one day it just got to be too much one day I graduated high school I was on my way to college like you know preparing to to leave for college it was an entire year of transition for me and one morning I was just tired I was just tired of fighting my hair I was just tired of fighting for it not to be who it truly was I was just tired I was just tired of the battle I was tired or just wanting wanting it to change like it was just not going to change this is what God gave me this curly crazy hairs and I was just tired you know like my heart was just like I'm done like I'm done with this fight I give up I surrender you win here okay you win just just let's leave let's just live the rest of our lives in peace please and since I was leaving for college and I was going to move out to this big city where no one really knew me, it was the perfect time for me to say, what if I just let it be? Like no one really knows me over there. So that whole afraid of being criticized or just feeling like it was too wild, which apparently was like the worst thing my hair could do, just be wild. What if I just let it do whatever it wants and I just go into this new place where no one knows me and just let my hair do its thing. So that was the plan to just arrive at this place and just let my hair be. Of course, of course, that is way easier said than done. I mean, I had grown up. I, it was 18 years of my life, actually closer to 19 years of my life, just fighting with it, right? So the thought of letting it just run wild was pretty like daunting like I just wasn't ready like I wanted to but it was step baby step by baby steps I remember the first day I was like okay so I brought my like hair mousse and instead of trying to like brush it and pulling it down I just sort of let it dry on its own with the mousse again the mousse was to avoid it getting too crazy but it was a different way of doing it it wasn't as in I wish you were different kind of way it was okay 
how can we start showing you off? Okay, the curls are pretty. Let's just start defining those curls because they're pretty. But you, you, you get the difference. It wasn't an I hate you kind of feeling like, why are you not just straight, please? It was more like, okay, you're curly. We're done there, like that's it. So how can we make you look better? Just because you're curly, let's just make sure we are taking advantage of you. Like I was saying earlier, when once you understand your strengths, you can learn how to take, when you embrace those strengths and learn what they are, you can finally take advantage of them, right? So I took advantage of them, but okay, I'm gonna just define the curls versus, you know, just trying to straighten them or, or just toning them down. Of course, it was still a process. I was applying a lot of product to my hair to style those curls, and I was still carrying around that stigma of not letting it get too wild because, well, I, I grew up with that. That was obvious. I was gonna carry that around for a while. But uh, when things got hard, when I felt like, oh, this looks awful, because obviously those first days I was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, what am I doing? What am I doing? This is awful. Everyone's noticing. Oh my God. No, just run home and, you know, just put it up in a bun or something. Just hide it from the world. What really helped me was just looking at pictures. I would go online and just find people with her like mine or similar to mine. And that would give me the strength. Like I would find this beautiful people with the most awesome curly hairs and the afros and the dews and the braids. And I would be like, oh my God, I'm just like them. Like, and they're so happy with it and they look so beautiful. Why can't I look like that? But not in a, in a wanting to change myself kind of way, but in a, if they can do it, I can do it too kind of way. Like if they are out and about with their hair super wild, why am I focusing on just toning it down? And that gave me the strength to little by little, letting it get bigger and wilder and more um, out into the world every day right and i'm gonna be honest it took months it took years to get to where i can just walk around like this and feel so confident but what finally happened is that i began to love my hair my hair became my staple this is one of my biggest strengths this is my trademark if you will and the thing is, further than that, more than just understanding this was my strength, like right here, and I had it all along, and it was the best, as it was, no need of product, because if you must know, I don't use any products in my hair anymore, this is just what it is on its own. More than that, I, I went from dreading the mornings, dreading getting ready, dreading my hair, to loving it, to feeling so empowered by it, to understanding that it's beautiful and amazing and it defines me in a way. But I also realized that letting it be who it was, allowing myself to be who I was, it wasn't only much funner than fighting myself every single day, it just felt so much better. I was finally free to be myself. As wild as my hair, 
as crazy as my hair. That's also in my personality. And as I was trying to tone down the hair, I was also trying to tone down myself. So when I finally let all of that go and started embracing it, like I said, baby steps, little by little, my true self also came out. The wilder the hair got, the more wild my, the, the more my wildest true self came out too till we got to this point when my hair is wild and crazy and i'm here online creating these lives for you feeling fully empowered by the way it looks so what do you do next what do you do next how do you how can you take this story and apply it to your life how can you stop your whole self-love start creating that love story with yourself the best one the one you have to nurture for for forever really how do you start making peace with yourself so this is what i want you to do because next week we're going to go over everything you mentioned about how to stop comparing yourself with others and have to have that confidence but it all starts right here with making peace with yourself because when you're super strong the comparison will just will just not hit you. It will, it's just going to pass you by without affecting you. And we're going to go over that in our next week's episode, which is all about how to stop comparing yourself and having that confidence. But what I want you to do this week, this is what you have to do next. Find one thing that you keep fighting yourself over and over again. Find one thing for you to make peace with about yourself. That could be on the exterior, like the hair was for me. Like I said, the waist to hip ratio, your legs, your arms, your lips, whatever that is for you. Or even on the interior, maybe the fact that you're not good at math or maybe the fact that you just love to ask for help. Maybe the fact that you just don't really know how to do this whole self-care, self-love thing. Whatever it is that you keep fighting yourself over and over, just remember to pick one thing and decide for yourself that you're done, that you're done fighting. Just flag that white um, flag out, surrender, and learn to embrace it. Start looking for pictures of people that are doing the things you want to do, that are just really showing off all those things you want to embrace, whether that's hair, legs, you know, the fact that they're not good at math, because I know pretty, pretty successful people that are just not the best in in business but you know what they do they understand that they're less than perfect areas and they ask for help in those areas right you get what i mean that's when you start to embrace that so what to do next find one thing you're tired you're so tired of fighting yourself over decide to make peace with it and start finding inspiration whether that's online online helped me it's obviously the easiest thing but maybe someone around you maybe you have a role model around you someone you know or someone a friend of a friend of a friend some someone that inspires you to accept that and start looking at them for inspiration and next week we're going to we're going to talk about how to stop comparing ourselves to others and how to just build up that confidence right and again it's all about how to be becoming your number one priority and the last thing i want to leave you with is 
in one of the workshops I held, we were in Europe and I was holding this workshop in Budapest and one of the workshop attendees, she totally got it when we were talking about self-love and just how to stop, just stop the fight. You know what I mean? Just stop this battle against ourselves. And she said, Kendra, I get what you're saying. Essentially, if a mother can love a child unconditionally, why can't we love ourselves in the same way. Thank you for joining. And this is Kendra Rauho with the Rebel and Live Your Dream Life podcast. And I'll see you in our next episode when we discuss how to stop comparing yourself to others. Love you all. Virtual hug. See you soon.